Glory, glory, Sacramento. Welcome to the 916 Republic Podcast. I'm your host, Scott. And I'm your guest host, Zach Winnick, filling in for our good friend, Nolan Gerlach, who is in England right now on vacation with his family. Uh, so yeah, he'll be back uh, in about a week and a half, two weeks. So today... Lucky. I know, dude. I want to go to England. That'd be so much fun. I want to go see a Liverpool game. But, oh well. That would be fun. Um, so today we're going to get started uh, talking briefly about the U.S. U-20s, um, their game, and also our women's um, national team who are um, who are playing in the uh, World Cup right now. Um, Scott, what happened with uh, our U-20s? Okay, so the U-20 World Cup is coming to a close. I think the semifinals were today and tomorrow, maybe just today. Um, and the U.S. made it out of their group. They started a bit rough, lost 2-1 to one to Ukraine, mm-hmm. a team that they maybe should have beaten, but Ukraine's was pretty good, so mm-hmm. uh, they lose to Ukraine. But then they come back and have two wins uh, to finish out their group in second, which means that they were drawn with the French U-20s who were predicted to go far, and it didn't look good for the U.S., but the French U-20s weren't playing very well so he thought okay there's a chance they end up going down to zero and then coming back winning three to two so a good result against france going into the quarterfinals with a pretty good u20 team a lot of these guys yeah are getting valuable first team minutes Mm -hmm. or are at pretty big european clubs playing in their u19s or their u23s yep or making bench appearances for the first team so you think it's a pretty talented U.S. team. They have a good shot against Little Old Ecuador, except <laughs> Little Old Ecuador won the South America U-20s qualifying tournament. Mm-hmm. Beat Argentina, Uruguay, Brazil, all the big yep. the big clubs. They're so a solid the, team. Big, the big national teams. So, uh, And you can tell that their midfielders were just a step above. I watched the game, and they they were good. Yeah. Um, so the U.S. lose 2-1 to one to Ecuador in the U-20 World Cup. Good tournament. Still some questions, maybe some questionable coaching calls, but I think a good tournament. Mm-hmm. That coming off the back of something that we didn't mention was the men's friendlies against Jamaica, where they lost and didn't look good, <laughs> yeah. and then Venezuela, where they lost and really didn't look oh, good. No. So you were hoping that the USU 20s would maybe play a little bit better and kind of yep. like distract us from these two not good games going into the gold cup this summer this is really like the summer of soccer there's so many tournaments going on um i'm usually the case honestly yeah this is really never an off season with soccer but but yeah this this year we got a lot going on this summer yeah so you were hoping the u20s would do better to kind of offset the men's Mm -hmm. they did good not great and the men's did not good at all oh no thankfully we have the u.s women's team playing in the women's (laughs) world cup right now that's a different story a little bit of a different story (laughs) i was uh was at work today, working out good old Starbucks, going my break. Uh, game's 14 minutes in, and I see uh, Alex Morgan scored. I was yep. like, oh, good. one nothing. Nice. 14 minutes in. All right, sweet. I get to Scott's house to come record. I was like, how'd the, uh, how'd the result for that game go? And he goes, oh, you didn't see it? Why don't you look it up right now? I look it up on my phone. We win this game. 13 to 0. Well, first of all, he was like, uh-oh. Like, did we like he got his yeah, face no, got really down. Yeah, he was got playing it. Did we bit. lose? And I was like, just look it up. Just look it up. I was like, all right. 
was like, there's no way. There's no way we lose to Thailand. Uh, no, we, we, we didn't lose to Thailand. Whatever the opposite of losing <laughs> is, the U.S. did that times 13. No, I was, yeah, we were talking about it. It's like, imagine being down 6 nothing. You're like, oh, we just got blown out. Yeah, it's more than double. Yeah. The score was more than double like, that. What score in soccer do you think it qualifies embarrassing? Like three nothing, that happens a lot. Four nothing is kind of like okay, five, you, you five got, and up. Five, five and up is like you got blown out at five, six. You really got blown out. You hit eight nothing, that just like doesn't happen. No, I'm pretty sure nine nothing. I remember the commentator in one of the highlights, which like it was funny because the highlights started out being like 45 seconds to like a minute long. Yeah. And then by like ten, the 10th goal, they were just like 15 seconds. <laughs> like whoever was making the highlights was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Just throw it in. Get just it done. <laughs> Nobody cares anymore. Um, but yeah, so I looked that up. Um, the app that we use is called FopMob. Um, no uh, no free free brand deals here, but you know, I yeah. mean, honestly, like, it's, it's a good app. Um, and they give ratings for the players. I go in. I look at the lineup. Alex Morgan has five goals, three assists. And her rating is a 9.9. I was like, what do you got to do to get a 10? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> you got to turn know. into a unicorn. You yeah. score five more goals. I don't know. but I wonder what the keeper's rating for Thailand was. I'm going to look it up. Oh, I want to look it up. Hold on. 0.87. What do, you, what do you think? Guess. I'm going to – okay. Like, honestly, I'm guessing like a, like a 3.6. You're generous. I Her think, rating. I feel like they were going to be generous. What? What is it? Is a zero point three. Oh my gosh! If you watch the highlights, she did not. I mean, oh, I could have saved half of those goals. Oh man, they were. She was bad. Oh man. To be fair, the back line stood there. Which, like, at what point do you just say, "F it, I'm going to kick them." Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I would rather get a red card and bring and someone leave. down hard. And then have to score on and go take a times. shower early. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, all right, deuces. I'm out. I'm. Yep. I'm leaving. I'm pick, I'm taking the yeah. ball with me. Yeah. Really. Give me another red card. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm taking this ball. I'm sure. Like, there's some big story behind. Like, oh, the Thailand women's team. Like, they finally qualified. Like, we. Ha- I've no. I've done no research for this me women's either. World Cup. Other than I knew Thailand was bad, and I know that Sweden in the women's. And the U.S. women's group is Sweden is good. Yeah. And Chile is also pretty decent. Chile's good. So I knew that, like, Thailand was like, oh, that's, that's like, the guaranteed win. I didn't think it was going to be like this, though. Yeah, dude. Crazy. So if there's any, like, Thailand national team fans, just look away. Just don't watch this World Cup. We're sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We would like to formally apologize. Yeah. Um. But that is the that's kind of like the soccer that's been going on around the world. The the Euros have also been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some other smaller tournaments happening. At some point, I think the African Cup of Nations is later in the summer. That's going to yep. happen. So we're just trying to keep you guys informed. So if you have any friends that are quasi soccer fans that just follow the big tournaments, yep. or maybe they're Scotland fans or something, and they're you uh-huh. know just following the Scottish team, like you can you can be informed. Those tournaments are going on. You can mention maybe some other soccer things and then talk about Sac Republic. There you um, go. That's why we're here. Speaking of Sac Republic, there have been a lot of games. We have that we've covered missed. quite yeah. a few. So we're going to go through pretty quickly here mm-hmm. uh, what's, been, what's been going on. Oh, and a quick side note about national team. Juan Barahona has come back yeah. from serving with the El Salvadorian national team. Yep. I don't 
I, I think he was on the 40-man roster. Well, it was 39-man roster for El Salvador because I guess they don't have 40 players worth calling in. Okay. Um, and he wasn't called into the 23-man roster. Didn't quite crack the Didn't final roster. Didn't quite crack it. And maybe they could have used him because El Salvador lost like 5-0 to Brazil. Oof. And a couple of the goals came off of Brazil's right side, mm-hmm. which would have been the left fullback for El Salvador. So maybe there they could have used him. Yep. Um, I don't know. It could also just be that he has he's not playing, so... He's not fit. He's not in Could form. Be. I'm not complaining. He's back now with us. Yeah, he's not. Uh, I, he was on the bench for this last game against New Mexico, which mm-hmm. is going to take us a while to get to, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there eventually. Um, but we're going to start really fast with the Open Cup game a couple weeks ago. Yep, throwback. Which was a few days before my wedding, which is why we yes. are just now getting to it. But it's uh, Sacramento faced Fresno midweek in the Open Cup. And there was a little bit of controversy here. Uh, Sam Warner, oh, yeah. we thought, had scored in like the 65th-ish minute. The mm-hmm. mid-60, I think 62nd minute maybe. Yep. And he did. He did. Technically it was, he did. But it was a bar down goal. But they showed the replay. The official did not call it a goal because it bounced out. It was one of those where like hits the bar, goes into the goal, and then yep. bounces out. Has a little spin to it. And Sacramento was dominating this game. Oh, yeah. Lots of pressure. We thought they had Lots finally broken through. Yeah. And then they don't. The game at 90 is still 0-0, zero, zero, yep. so it goes into extra time. Mm-hmm. At 120, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero, <laughs> and we're thinking, zero. if this game goes to penalties, uh, Sacramento doesn't have a good history No, in penalty shootouts. Uh-uh. I don't like our chances, uh-uh. especially because the only person that I've seen take a penalty is Cameron Owasso this season. So I don't know who else takes a penalty well. Yep. But Stefano Bonomo finally opens his scoring the sheet. Hundred his back. Twenty third minute. Yep. With a nice header. Yeah, solid header. Going against uh, the goalie's motion. Yep. Goalie's diving to the left. He puts it across him to the right. Yep. Scores the goal to send Sacramento through to the Open Cup mm-hmm. fifth round, which is happening tonight. Yes, it is. Yeah. Which is Tuesday. We're recording on Tuesday. We right? are. Yeah. Zach, do you have anything else to add from this game before we move on to the San Antonio game? You know, it's one thing that I mean, we're going to talk about it a little bit more, especially as we get to the New Mexico game. Um, another excellent strike by Sam Warner. And seeing him, you know, at the beginning of the season, he was very just programmatic. He gets in, he sends a nice cross in. And as the season's kind of developed – we're starting to see more skillful play from him. And so to see a shot like that ring off the bar, go in the net, even if it's not counted, um, was awesome to see. It was really cool to see that. Um, and then also, you know, just getting for Bonomo to get the monkey off his back, finally put a, a solid header in the net. Um, at the end of that game, it was, I think, less like excitement, more just relief. You know, as a fan, and yeah, you as can a see it in his face. He's like, oh, almost like yeah. yes, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, and I think you could see it in the next game, the San Antonio game. He had a few shots that came very close. Some the keeper saved. Yeah, he, I thought he was going to score just because, like, a, like ten minutes in, I think he has a shot that goes just and maybe an inch wide of the bar or of the of the post, and I was like, okay, yep. yeah, I think he's going to score. Yep, and he doesn't end up scoring in that game because. Uh, there was an own goal in about the 76th, 73rd minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Warner has a shot. The defender, I don't know what 
Josh Yarrow, the defender for San Antonio, was doing, but he stuck his his foot out. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then yes. when the ball goes into the back of the net, he turns to the goalie and he's like, pissed. "What are you doing?" And the goalie's like, "What? What are you doing?" I, I, I yeah. <laughs> what, like the goalie was lined up to just catch the ball, like in his gut. Yeah, like, it wasn't a no. It was it wasn't it was, an amazing shot. Oh yeah, cross the cross in. It was a cross for or that shot? first I can't goal. Remember. Yeah, the first goal. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. It's just it was it was a Sam Warner cross. Um. To hit somebody streaking. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and the only thing I can think of is maybe the goalie doesn't communicate there. Hey, I'm going forward. I'm taking this. Yeah, so keeper, like keeper, keeper. Yeah. Keeper. Yeah, exactly. Keeper, keeper, keeper. And other than that, it's like you as a defender, like, I, I, I it's just miscommunication. I'm sure that's what it is. It's and both then a mistake by the center back to put the miscommunication. ball on frame. Why would you? Yeah. I don't know. Cause like in order to do that, you have to communicate. Yeah. So obviously you didn't communicate. Neither did your goalie. Yeah. It's a bad goal. Um, but yeah, we'll take it. Um, that's the first goal that scored. Mm-hmm. And then um, the second goal mm. is a banger. And what's what's awesome, again, another Sam Warner goal, what's awesome is five minutes before this goal is scored, Sam Warner um, cuts in about the same, it's about the same play, cuts in, has the ball at the top of the 18, cuts in, uh, centrally and fires a shot way over the net. It misses like way over the net. Way over the net. It misses, but as I'm sitting there watching this, I'm going, okay, again, this is a solid player starting to take more skillful shots, starting to gain confidence. And when he took that, I was like, oh, okay, I see you. Five minutes later, he does almost the same move and fires just a banger. Yeah, cuts in from the right to the left with his left foot. Just yep. Rips one top yeah. left corner. It's 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 such an exciting thing to see him continuing to gain confidence and now scoring more and more goals. Um, so yeah, big. I think biggest takeaway from that game was Sam Warner and his confidence and his ability to make more skillful plays. Yep. Exciting, exciting stuff. Definitely, definitely. Um, and that game was then followed up by. Uh, the New Mexico game, which happened this past Saturday. Yep. Um, oh, and so, sorry. Last note on San Antonio. That game did end 2-1. to one. Uh, yep. There was a goal in the 90th minute. They did, yep. Don't really think anyone's really at fault. Ball falls to someone off uh, to LaHood. LaHood, I think is how you, LaHood? Off a corner. Yeah, off a corner. Cohen sees it late yep. through traffic. I think he does maybe, just maybe, get a fingertip to it, but... Yeah, it was just a really good shot. Kind of just like ah, you hate to see it, but yeah, like yeah, okay. Would have liked to clean, yeah, and you move on. Okay. Yeah, we move on. Yeah, and we move on to New Mexico. Um, this game did end three zero for yep. Sacramento, and I think there are a lot of talking points to take away from this game. There are. Um, so let's just start. There's a apparently a handball called on former Sacramento Republic defender uh, Schmidt. Yes, playing center back. Yes. I didn't see it even oh. in the replay. Oh, um, did you see it? I okay. I, I see the the commentators were saying it's handball. They showed the replay. Um, it's a very clear push in the back. Oh, okay. it's a good call. So I just wasn't okay. Got it. Ball comes in, crosses in towards center of the net, and it, clear push in the back. Um, uh, he gets called for it. Yeah, Justin Schmidt, I think. Dun- Justin Schmidt, Schmidt. Yeah, I think. Um, he gets called for it. Iwasis steps up walks up and he, uh, he he never i don't think i've seen him hit 
a penalty shot like hard. No, he, they're always just like slow rollers into the bottom corners. He, what he's thinking is, I'm putting this where the goalie is not diving. I don't <laughs> care yeah. how fast it is. Um, how, I'm just here to make you look well, stupid. He scored. <laughs> I think that's his fourth, pen, third, third or fourth penalty this season. He's had a couple. Yeah, he's had a couple of. Because he scored that four-one win against. Uh, Okay, well, there was the Tacoma game early on. Yep, yep. That was a penalty that he scored. Mm-hmm. Then there was Colorado Springs, the first road game. Uh, okay. That was a penalty that he scored. Okay. And then what else was there? The there was this game. One, the 4-1 victory we had against, uh, who was it? Was oh, it Portland? Oh. No, no, no. Oklahoma City. Yes, OKC. OKC. So that's four penalties. That was my first So game. he scored seven goals this season. Back. Four of them penalties. And he yep. scored them all, so he's, yeah, he's four for four. He's he knows, he knows something. what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, and that's like, yeah, I as a as a goalie as a keeper, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you walking up with a bunch yeah. of confidence. I want I want you to run up at me. I want I want to do my best to guess where you're gonna put it and dive. And it's just like there's a cool confidence about the way he takes penalties that I think make goalies. It nervous. actually makes me really nervous because. Because of how weak the shot is, it's it's well. Like if this the keeper, past one was very weak. If the keeper does guess, it's going to get saved. Where there's some keeper, or there's some players that you the keeper might be able to guess where it's going, but it's such a hard shot that yeah. it, they can't. It save just it. goes through. Yep. Yeah. So that does make me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that that's the first goal. Yeah, push that, in the back. Yeah. Wasa mm-hmm. converts. It's about the thirty third ish minute when that goal goes in. Yeah, and and up until that point. Solid pressure. Yeah. Great possession. We're playing Almost well. the full 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was awesome. And and it's funny because the stream that we're watching, um, whenever the ball goes into our defensive zone, uh, you can't see it. You can't it. see it because of the sun. Because of the sun. So there was maybe one or two chances, but we couldn't tell you what happened because we couldn't even see. And, and I don't honestly think that they were that big of a deal. I no. don't think they're a very high percentage chances anyway um and so yeah we just we control play very well possession very well um and then get a lucky push in the back and go from Owasa one nothing yeah so we go into half one nothing yep again so if you guys remember like nolan talks about like sacramento will come out in the first like 10 15 minutes maybe 20 minutes and just like play on fire and they're yep you know everything goes well and you think oh wow we're gonna dominate this game and i think this is probably the first game this season Mm-hmm. That we could look at and say, like, that didn't just happen for 10 minutes. It, it happened sustained. for almost the entire first half. They were Toward the end, New Mexico did have, like, maybe a 10-minute spell where they really did control yeah. possession. And then they had a couple-minute spell earlier on, too, where they controlled and created yeah. something. But it's just going to happen when you're up. It's yeah, just kind of going to happen. I was looking at the, the stats for, the, for this game, and Sacramento wins possession. They won possession a lot in the middle third obviously in their defensive third they they won that mm-hmm. you know you don't have the ball the other team has the ball mm-hmm. that's where you're winning possession yeah but i think it really stuck out to me how they won possession in the middle third compared to new mexico who hardly at all won possession no in the middle so even when new mexico would win the ball or would, would get the ball sacramento would win it right back mm-hmm. yep and would take it back so they never even let new mexico start any sort of attacking movement Nope. And New Mexico, I think they did hit the post, so they did ha- they did create a couple chances in the second half, 
And there was so that one maybe kind of there was a couple. Yes, uh, yeah, there was a couple. So that one kind of worried me, but even in the second half when um mm-hmm. who scored the 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 second goal? Um um it was a header by yes, Mahoney. Mahoney, yeah. So even when oh, beautiful header by the way. Even before that went in in the 82nd minute, I mean there were still 30 minutes mm-hmm. of yeah, going back and forth. And I there was and there yeah, there was a couple good chances. There was one that was put on by um I forget his name. They put on a solid shot and um and keeper saves. Yeah. It, was, it was solid. Cohen had a good game. Cohen had Cohen, Cohen has had a good few games in a row. Cohen now. yeah, Cohen had a rocky start. He had some had some some mistakes early on in the season. Um but yeah, he put together a very solid um game and has put together a couple really solid games the past past couple weeks. So it was good it was really good to see that too. Yeah, um and so so anyway, um sorry, I kinda lost my train of thought. But um so that's the, the, the second goal and then the third goal is a, a counterattack. The ball's played long, Bonomo heads it down to Skundrick who has made his way out to the left. Skundrick dribbles uh-huh. in, cuts it back for Awasa, yes. who has made his way toward um uh, the middle of the, the field and just puts it home. I mean, he all around. I feel like his placement on his shots is very well. He is a finisher. That's what he is. His strength is in finishing. He's he's got decent speed. He's got he's got he thinks well. He has good critical thinking. He makes good passes, but where he really excels is in his finishing. Yeah. And so it's good to see him put in those positions where he can where he can finish and that whole play, that whole build up, there's a couple really good one touch pass is um, Bonomo's lead in to, I think Scundrich. Mm-hmm. I think Scundrich. Um, great pass, awesome yeah. pass. That's what I think kind of goes under the radar with Bonomo is he he is ha- he struggled to put goals in this season, which as a striker is, is what you want to do. But he makes really good passes. He, he thinks well. He does a lot of things that you don't necessarily. Um, see very often so yeah credit where credits do an amazing pass to scundridge yeah creates an awesome opportunity and so i i think what i've noticed what i noticed from the san antonio game and the new mexico game is mm-hmm. i think sacramento has kind of figured out their two lineups they're either going to um they're either going to have awasa up top with werner on the left scundrick in the middle and bijev on the right uh which means that sacramento is going to try to pass the ball and move a bit more and um it's a bit more defensive and counterattacking and that's because with yeah. Skundrick in the middle he's a he's a better defender yes than the other guys that have played there uh-huh. even Awasa he's a better defender and he's he's not as much of a forward passer as much as a cycler passer he just cycles yeah. the ball out to the wings or mm-hmm. back to um sorry or uh, Villarreal, who will then then they will dictate the play from from a bit deeper, yeah. Which is kind of what you want. He and he's yeah. a bit more of a space creator. He he wants to maybe pull um, the midfielders and defenders out a little bit to create space for Awasa, and it puts our most dangerous shooter closest to goal where he can score or put him on the run, stuff like that. And with us losing Hall, Jeremy Hall this right. year, seeing a player able to do those things is very good. It's it's a relief to see 
um, him starting to develop into. I feel I feel like at this point the game's maybe starting to slow down a little bit for him. Um, he's starting to make those passes, find those guys, um, which is really what I think we were lacking with Jeremy Hall leaving. So it's good to see. Yeah, and you, you can definitely tell um, that the game is starting to, to slow down for yeah. for Werner, for Skundrick, for uh-huh. definitely for Awasa. You can, I think you can just tell that this team with that lineup really is coming into a groove. But then when you bring Bonomo on, yeah, you put Bonomo up top, you drop Awasa into the middle, uh-huh. and then you have Werner and Bijev on the flanks. Mm-hmm. This means that um, the ball is going to get played over the top, long a bit more to Bonomo, who's going to knock it down to either Werner, Awasa, or Bijev, and then they're going to they're going to all try to play off of off of him. But I think that means that Sacramento thinks that they're going to have maybe a bit more of the ball, and that's because. Um, Mm-hmm. they're going to try to cross the ball into Bonomo yeah. in the box because he's this big, hulking 6'3", 6'4", guy. And you have Awasa a little bit deeper um, yep. as a midfielder or second forward to receive the ball, and he can kind of dictate play a little bit. He yep. can rip some shots from deep, which you've seen uh, before as well. Yep. Um, so we've talked about the goals. Mahoney, it's his, I think it's his first start. He gets a goal. It's not his... Uh, Maybe his he second started start. in. Uh, he, yeah, he started in another game. Or he, I, I, I know he's at least come off the bench. He started. He started. I forget what game it was. Um, we lost. It was a game we lost. He started in it, and it looked bad. He, it, he looked bad. He was beat several times. Um, and so yeah, to see him, to see him playing, um, playing better both defensively and then getting up, putting in a header like that is, is awesome. It's really promising to see. Yeah. Um, I'm going to so, find that game. Yeah, go for it. Well, as you try to me. find that game, I have a I have a question for you. And I talk, right. I, I, I think I I asked you this last night or two nights ago maybe. It was El Paso. Yeah, it was yeah. El Paso. Okay, El Paso. Got it. Okay, so, so far this season, Owasa is on pace for 21 goals and 6 assists. Yeah. Werner is on pace for 12 goals, 9 assists. And Skundrick is on pace for three goals and six assists. Yeah. Which one do you think is more likely to happen? Um, I think I think definitely Skundrich. Those stats on Skundrich I think are most likely to happen. But for Sam Warner to score 12, 12 mm-hmm. goals. And this includes Open Cup. I'm okay, including yeah. the Open okay. Cup. The way I've see, seen him develop as a goal scorer over the last month. Um, I can see, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sam Warner at 12 goals. I just, I, I can see that happening, mm-hmm. um, which it gets me really excited. We got Nolan's Nolan. Who's Nolan's guy. Nolan's, Hayden Partain. Nolan's got Hayden Partain, bro. My favorite player I think right now on this team is Sam Warner. He's exciting to watch and watching his growth has been something that's really caught my eye. Thunder thighs over there on the wing. <laughs> He's really killing it. So I I think it's tough to say that Cameron Awas is going to score 20-plus. If he can stay healthy. Right. He's been hurt a little bit. He's got a chance. That's a lot of goals, though. That is a lot of goals. I would love to see it. But I, I definitely I can see Sam Warner getting that 12. I wouldn't be too surprised. Okay, the nine assists seems a little 
a little high though. Yeah, maybe maybe the nine. How many does he have right now? He's got he has three. Three, um, including Open Cup, he has three. Well, not yeah, not nine is that's a lot. That's that's close to that. You're you're close to leading the league at that point. I, right. I think. You're 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 getting up. There. I mean, you're up there. You probably need to be in the double digits to be leading the league, but you'd be one you're of the close. league leaders yeah. at nine assists. And with his with his precision in his crosses, um, if and he takes set like, pieces. Yep, takes set pieces. His crosses of big strength for him. If if Bonomo somehow just comes on fire and he's just heading balls into the net left and right, he's starting to start more games and more games consistently. I can see um, Warner's assists yeah. climbing quickly because a lot of those um, goals are going to come from Warner on that on the side crossing right. balls into Bonomo in the middle. So I don't th- I don't think it'll happen, but it's, it's definitely not impossible for him to hit nine assists. Yeah. Okay. So for Skundrick, I don't think three goals. That's only a couple more goals. Mm-hmm. I think he. he that's achievable. Six six assists. Oh, yeah. I, I almost feel like that prediction for him is at the form he's playing at. Like it's too easy. He's right. Yeah. At the like, yes. So his his first assist was in the Open Cup game against Reno. Like that wasn't that long ago. And then Mm-mm. he scored. No, it wasn't. Uh, he scored in El Paso, I believe. Mm-hmm. The three to one loss to El Paso. That was his goal that he scored, which wasn't that long. It was only like three weeks ago. It was. Yep. So he's just now coming into form. Yep. So if you. If you think like he's gonna keep up that, I don't think three oh, goals and six assists it. is, he'll, he'll is crazy. It, yeah, the six assists might be a little high, but three goals is definitely attainable. He's at he's, he's at, at two assists. He's at one goal and two assists. We've played about a third of the season. It could happen. I yeah. think. It, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I think that could definitely yeah. happen. I agree with everything six you assists. said about Warner. Twelve goals seems completely reasonable. Mm-hmm. Maybe a a little high with the assist, but 12 goals does seem yeah. reasonable. My pick is actually a Here's my argument. Really? He had six assists last year. Uh-huh. So that's just keeping par six assists. Yep. And I don't think that'll be as hard because there's a war- there's Werner there that's scoring goals. Mm-hmm. So you, you have another yep. natural goal scorer. You're not relying on Bijev to just get lucky. Um, and notice how the, these three games we haven't said a word about Bijev because he really hasn't done much. Oh, he no, he does he does things all the time, Scott. They're just not he good. He dribbles things. and you get he gets you all excited, and then he messes it up. Messes it up almost every time. I, I think if there's one thing that stood out, it's Sam Warner is such a better player, such a better player than Bijev. But anyway, yeah. Back to Owasa and this 21 goal, six assist prediction. Mm-hmm. Six assists, totally reasonable. The twenty-one goals, I think, is what scares people. Like if I if I was it to go, it seems out, a bit unattainable. It seems yeah. high, but because he's the penalty taker, I mean, what what do we think we're going to have? True. Another three penalties throughout the season, maybe four, We've hit four or five. We have four, four. We have four already um, through thirteen games, and none in the right. Open Cup yet. So through right. fifteen games, right? Fifteen games, four penalties. Called mm-hmm. on a called in our favor. So let's just say throughout. That's let's just say another four, and let's say he converts them. Okay. Yeah. So his seven goals right now jumps to eleven. So now you're saying that 
between huh. 22 games, he needs to score 10 goals. Yeah, that's a goal every other. That's to me, I, I, what we've seen from Awasa, that's completely doable. It. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, now that would put him at probably the top of the table for the goal scoring yep. for this season. Yes, I would think so. If, but that also includes Open Cup. Okay. Yeah. So you know maybe he scores 19 it's, it's goals in easily the top 10. Oh, easily that's top five. I think easily top five. It. Yeah, depend on, depending on how many he scores in the Open Cup, uh, depending on the ratio. Yeah, if he goes out and scores, yeah, do, does a U.S. Women's National Team, Alex Morgan, <laughs> on the Earthquakes, which I would not be upset with, by the way. I would One, I would not be upset with I it. would cry. He scored a hat trick uh, this year. Yeah, I would annul my marriage and marry him. I'm just saying. <laughs> just kidding, Emily. Don't, don't listen to this me. episode. You, um, she's going to listen. <laughs> um, I don't think she'd be mad because she loves Cameron Watson. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yep. So... I think that's actually very possible. I know it seems a little far-fetched, yeah. but he scored seven goals so far, mm-hmm. but four of them have been penalties. That's it, the one caveat. He's, he's, but he's also been injured. But he has been injured. He missed, I think he missed two, two, three games due to injury, like completely, and then he came off the bench in two games. Yeah, yep. So yeah. Let's, say, let's say he's missed four games. So instead of playing 15 healthy. games, he's played 11. He has seven goals in 11 games. That's... That is, and there's a hat trick in there. Yep. Yeah, if he's able to stay healthy, it's possible. I think it's possible. I personally, I would, I would rather see him just miss that, and we have both Skundrich exceed that goal, uh, the 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 goals that he's on pace for. Okay, well, we both see we Warner exceeds those 12 right, goals well let's do this for for a while so let, let's last year he had 17 goals last year he had 17 goals yeah okay so let's do um let's do this let's do 16.5 are you taking the over or the under for a on goals this season um you think he's gonna score less than 16 and a half or more than 16 and a half i'm taking i'm taking the i'm taking the over I'm taking the over too. I'm taking the over. I, th- I think he he does better than last year. Well, okay. Well, then let's say twenty. Does he break twenty? Nineteen and a half. You taking the over, the under? I would say that's where I'm. That's where I'm putting him. Okay, that that's where right I'm at twenty. Nineteen, twenty. Nineteen, yeah. nineteen to twenty. I'll take. Uh, yeah. I think he's. I think he could do twenty-one. And, and it's a couple more goals. Yeah. Yeah. Because I because of how good he's been on penalties. And with how well we have done at getting the ball into the box with Werner, uh huh, and and Bonomo's drawn penalties, I I yep, think that yep. this trend is going to continue our way. People stay healthy, and I think and that, that happen, there's yeah. going to be three, four, five, maybe even more penalties called on us throughout the season. We've only played a third of the season, and I think it's possible for him to have those easy yeah. goals. Combined with a couple of these games where he has a brace or a hat trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's right there, only needs to work magic a few times, which we've seen him do before. So that's what I'm saying for that. Um, anything else you want to talk about with New Mexico before we move on to a quick note about the Open Cup tonight? I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the 
Open Cup game, fifth round, Sacramento going to San Jose tonight. Tickets are only like 10 to 11 bucks. So if you're in the San Jose area... <laughs> They're not going to see this until after the game. You won't. <laughs> you missed out. That's what we wanted you to say. Um, it was a good opportunity. Zach and I can't go because we're broke. And that, yep. And I just got married. So there goes that. Um, I haven't worked in a month. <laughs> yeah. I'm working now, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talked about this game a little bit before we sat down to record. And we thought, you know, rather than try to do a preview, that's probably inaccurate yeah. because we just haven't. We haven't had time to do the research on San Jose. No, it's it's an open cup game. It's tough to predict anyway. It's yeah. Sacramento just played this past weekend. So did yep. San Jose. San Jose's got I think you said four players on they international have four players duty? on international duty and a couple injuries and injuries. We can't predict their lineup. We're if we had to predict Sacramento's lineup, we think they'd put out a full te- a full team because it's a big game. I, I think it's a it's a safe bet that we do. Yeah, but do you think Bonomo starts up top or Awasa? That's my big question. Um. That's a good question. I I would like to see Bonomo. I want to see Bonomo. I think it's going start. to be Bonomo. I want to see Awasa, but I think it's going to be Bonomo. I want to see I want to see Bonomo because I like Bonomo, and I want to see him have more consistent starts. As a striker, it's tough to come in and out um, because chemistry with your teammates and with their passes is so crucial at that spot. So I want to see him playing more games, um, and I would like to see him play in this one. And I think he does. I think he does come on um, and start for the Republic um, today in that game. Yep. And um, like we said, we're not even going to try to do any sort of deep preview other than that. Don't expect this game to be pretty. I, no. I think from what I'm hearing about San Jose and from what we've seen from Sacramento, this mm-hmm. has potential to be a sloppy physical rivalry light type of game. I read an article um, published on the major league soccer website quoting um, Lewandowski. Yeah. Chris, Chris Wondolowski. Wondolowski. Oh, Hey, surprise. Shocker. Yeah. Shock move. Um, And Chris Wondolowski, all time leading goal scorer, been in San Jose forever. Basically said that uh, from reading the article, I got the feel that he was kind of saying that like this, is kind of a rivalry. Like it's a regional rivalry, but we're kind of like their big brother and we always win. And they're yeah. our little brother and they try to win. They've come close, but not really. Yeah. So we took him to pens once. Yeah. We went to penalties once. Yeah. We were up to zero. And then Chris Wanderlowski scored two goals. Of course. And then we lost in penalties. Yep. Um, that was a couple years ago. Yeah. It was a few years ago. It was 2017. I want to say, um, yeah, so 16, 17. So I think Sacramento will definitely be up for this game. I think San Jose is saying they're going to be up for it, but I, in the back of my head, I think that they think they're going to walk over Sacramento. So who knows? I yeah. think you should be ready for a physical, crazy game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Zach, we are just at about 40 minutes for this show, which is, I think, a good point to end. But are there is there anything else you wanted to say, any other takeaways from the past about three weeks? Um. There is one thing. So um, we talked about a couple episodes ago when we uh, recorded a State of the Republic Mm -hmm. um, podcast for you guys. Um, One of the things that I had said was mental toughness is a big, big quality that we are lacking in right now. Um, And so looking at 
I went through and I looked at all the games, and there's never been not one game this season has there been a game where we were down a goal mm-hmm. and then came back to win it. Yeah. And I think if we could have a game where we go down a goal and we show ourselves, hey, we can battle back, we can put in a couple goals, we can get out three points, um, that would be so – it would be so – helpful crucial for our i guess just confidence as a team so these wins have been nice um i just there's 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 still kind of an untested team i guess yeah we're coming into the halfway point of the season i would like to see a game like that and, and to kind of piggyback off of that two things first we have definitely been up and then lost oh yeah el paso we were up a goal that we've done quite a few times and then lost or, sorry, we were not up a goal in El Paso, but we were down a goal, tied it, and then lost. Mm-hmm. We were up mm-hmm. against Vegas and then lost. Yep. Um, and I I think that what I was talking about when, when, when Zach and I were talking before we sat down to record, I said, like, you know, for me, like, the season kind of happens in snapshots. Like, there's, there's this three yeah. or four game swing and then this three or four game and there's different narratives and this player's injured and, oh, the, we're mm-hmm. facing these couple good opponents and really fo- close together. And I think probably about a month ago when Nolan and I were talking about um, the first Open Cup match against Reno, there was a lot of other games surrounding. There was Fresno midweek and then Reno at home in the league and then Reno in midweek in the Open Cup and then... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, El Paso on the road. And we were kind of saying like, Hey, this is going to be season defining four games in a row for us because we had just come off of a four, two loss away to Vegas, a game that we thought we were going to win or mm-hmm. people thought we should. I said it was a trap game. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then we go into that four game swing and it's two wins, two losses, but the losses are bad losses and the wins are just scraping out yep. wins. One zero wins. Mm-hmm. But then since that point, yeah, we're three win three wins in a row. Nice little streak there. Uh, two to one against um, San Antonio, three yep. zero against New Mexico. Yep. Both of those those teams were San Antonio is a not a good team. We should have won that game. We go on the road to New Mexico, who rotated a ton because yep. of their they had just played previously and they were looking forward to their Open Cup game yep. against a Major League Soccer team. So we were maybe a trap game for them. And boy, yep. did we trap them. Oh, yeah. Um, and then a 1-0 a win against Fresno before those games in the Open Cup. So yep. the past seven games, Sacramento's five wins and two losses. Solid. That doesn't sound like – I don't think we talk about the team like their form I, – I, their results show. Like if you just look at the results, you think, oh, they're five wins and two losses. That's not bad. Yeah. But really their wins haven't been super, super convincing up until New Mexico – but their losses have been real bad. And on top of that, um, the the bar is set high. This is a Sacramento team that has never missed the playoffs. Yep. The bar is set high, you know. Um, so we're going to be quick to criticize because we have high expectations for this football club. Um, and especially as we hopefully enter an MLS bid and get an MLS bid and become – um, you know, a major league soccer team. So yeah, the bar is set high and, and we need them to start playing up to that bar. And, and the last couple of weeks has shown some yeah. consistency, some, some 
some good qualities. I agree. I think I think Simon Elliott and the the team has finally I think figured out something. Yeah, we're starting to figure out our identity. I think Ray Sari and Jaime Villarreal last game, the New Mexico game, played amazing. He looked like he could just control the ball in the smallest of areas and just yes. play passes. Like he looked this is the most comfortable I think I've seen him play. Yeah. This year. And Agreed. same with Ray Sari. Agreed. Ray Sari played amazing. Drew Skundrick played so well. Mahoney, too. Mahoney. Again, like that, Mahoney that, looked uh, super comfortable. Uh, El Paso game. It, um, there were several headers. Or there were several um, balls that he reacted to late, went over his head. It looked like he was the first game of the season. It, it, yeah. And and as a result, El Paso got a solid cross into the into the box. I didn't see that this game. Mm-mm. Instead, I saw a solid defense and a really nice header from a weird angle. Um, this a really good header. It, it's a it's a good header because he's not stationary. He's he's running up, and as that ball's in the air, he's jumping and his body is moving up and away into that ball. So that's a tough that's a tough angle too to hit it from like the side. Yeah, and he like curls the, it the around net. the goalie to get it into the goal. The, uh, that is not an easy header and it looked he made it look easy. he made it look he made really it look real easy. easy and and i think uh kind of doing another snapshot if you look at first the table sacramento seventh and you think like okay we're not used to that but hey we're not 14th anymore no well, and it is congested it is super congested okay so new mexico's in first they have 15 games played 25 points then phoenix yep phoenix portland el paso and fresno are all 13 games mm-hmm. p- played 23, 23, 23, and 21 points, respectively. And then Oklahoma City's at 15 games played, 21 points. Sacramento's 13 games played, 20, 20. points. As well as Reno, 13 games played, yep. 20 points. So this is a pretty wide-open table. Mm-hmm. One game goes our way or doesn't go somebody's way. We can jump up yep. a couple spots this week. Yep. Um, same with... The, the coming week. So for the listeners, I would say keep an eye on these teams ahead of us, New Mexico, Phoenix, Portland, El Paso, Fresno, Oklahoma city. Yeah. Keep an eye on their games, who they're playing. Yep. Look out for potential trap games for them. Keep an eye on injuries, things like that, because those are going to affect how high we can go. Yep. Um, and then if we look at Sacramento's games coming up, we have, like also. we said, San Jose in the Open Cup, and then Tulsa, who yep. can score a lot, but they also get scored on a lot. Mm-hmm. Should be a fun game. That's Tuesday, June twenty second, and then the next week we're again away to Reno. Yep. And then midweek again, we only play Fresno midweek. We are home to Fresno, and then a nice little break on Wednesday. Have a little bit of a break, and then we are home to Portland. That's the next about month. That's like five weeks. Yep. If Sacramento Republic are going to be a top four team, yeah, they're going to need a lot of positive results. Yes, these next five games. But the fact that we're talking about Sacramento Republic being in the conversation of a top four team is strikingly different from 100%. what we talked about at the State of the Republic podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I'm still not sure if they have the depth to get results like yeah. like we saw Fresno drop a result because they were legs retired New Mexico yeah. drop a result because they had to rotate a bunch of people 
I don't know if Sacramento has the depth or the consistency in the midfield. Yeah. And the depth front. Okay. So for me, it's depth. And for you, what you've said is the mental toughness. Yes. I don't think they have the depth plus mental toughness. Yes. To get the results needed these next five weeks. Yep. To be a top four team. I think they're probably still that five, six, yeah. seven ish range. It's a lot of games and not a lot of time. Yeah. But who knows? We're going to see. I think we're going to end the podcast here. We're just coming up on 50 minutes. Don't want to go too long for you guys. Um, but we are going to be back to our regular schedule, mm-hmm. um, reviewing the Open Cup next week and um, just just like just normal weeks. So, yeah, that is our, our podcast. Zach, thanks for coming on, taking Nolan's place. And I think you'll be here next week. I will too, be here next week. Because Nolan will be back the week after that. Because Nolan is still being a, a cultured person and traveling yes, and stuff. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> bougie. Okay. Well, um, Zach, thanks for coming on the show. And as always, glory, glory, Sacramento.